0: Good morning, I want to welcome everybody to another In My Feels episode And today's episode is going to be on um, why do we suppress emotions I think it's a good one, I've been kind of diving in on, on my own research, my own emotions this week And obviously before we start, thoughts, feelings, emotions conditionings belief systems everything on the inside creates your outside exterior so again my question for you is how are you feeling right now in this moment and again take your time really dive in on the emotional aspect of you really dive in on the truth aspect of you how are you truthfully feeling because you you run again you run into those those kind of conversations in passing whether it's at work or at home how are you feeling oh yeah i'm good but, it, but it's such a blanket statement. There's a lot more emotion than just good. And how am I feeling? Um, tired. Baby's not really sleeping super, super well, which is creating frustrations and a little bit of anger, to be honest. Um, you know, dealing with daily chores while you're tired or, or sleep deprived is a little difficult. And the, the inspirational aspect of it and the spiritual aspect of it when you're tired and everything else kind of falls into that. So it's been a it's been a it's been a testing week emotionally, and it's okay. I you know I, I, I'm open to talk about my feelings, and this is what this this episode and this podcast is about. I don't think we we talk about our feelings enough, or communicate truthfully our feelings enough with the people around us, or even with ourselves. So why do we suppress emotion? I mean, it's something that is us. It is if you know about you know what I've been speaking about, the manifestation aspect of it, manifestations is the the core foundation of it. The You know, what you project, you attract from the inside, outside. I mean, c- could it be our conditioning? You know, parents not opening up about emotions, watching them hide emotions and, you know, the kind of male aspect of uh, gender. You know, we have to be tough. We have to be this. We have to be that. Could that be the the, the reason why we suppress emotion? Could it be... So many different aspects of suppression. I mean, even, you know, when I watch movies and you see the kind of parents, let's not argue the kids are in bed. And it's that's the kind of suppression of emotion of actually how you're feeling. And then the kid wakes up and sees the parents have a, you know, and, and see a happy facade on the outside. But kids can sense emotion. So they know that's not the truth. So that's what this, the, that's where the confliction starts. And I've seen it too many times with, you know, friends growing up and parents and everything else. I guess my parents would argue out in the open which enabled me to see exactly how they were feeling. And I think it's time for us to open up, really have a honest conversation about our feelings with whoever, whoever you feel comfortable enough with or even a conversation with yourself. You don't have to look for answers outside of yourself. The answers lie within you. We have to start living our truth and stop suppressing emotions and stop stop suppressing self. And again, you know, I I, I set challenges and I've got, got some great feedback by the way, so please keep it coming. I want to hear more Speak to someone about emotions. Speak to someone how you're feeling. I've spoken to, to, to people recently who have not been feeling super, super great within themselves and have thought about, you know, whether it's committing suicide or a bunch of other things. And I I appreciate it because it's it's being honest, being honest with how you feel. And it's this whole conditioning that we've had growing up and everything else that we shouldn't show how we feel. It's, it's not the right thing to do. And, and all this, not the right time. It's never the right this or that. There's all these, these... I guess, obstacles that we put in our own way when all we have to do is speak our truth. It sounds super simple because it is. It honestly is. When you, when you kind of speak, when you listen to it like that, all you have to do is speak your truth. But it's such a difficult concept because we've not been speaking our truth for our whole lives. So to then go to speaking our truths it sounds foreign to us. It sounds different. But we have to step out of that and can recondition ourselves to live our truths. You know, I I get messages about relationships and everything else. And in terms of the kind of suppressed emotion, and I think someone hit me up and was talking about, well, I give my all to everybody and I get, and you know, then I end up getting hurt because we live in a constant fear that if we're honest in a relationship or in love that we could get hurt. How many of us do that all the time? You enter into relationship with conditions and, I, and my answer is always, so what? If you give your all and you're truly honest, that's the evolution of you. That's something to be grateful for, that you can, you can do that. And, and, to, and, you know, and the answer is always the same. That's why the, 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 the general consensus comes. It really is better to have love and lost than to not have loved at all. And it's true because we haven't lost that love. It's just evolved. We have evolved, moved on as everything in life does. Again, you know the emotions, love and fear, and I'm gonna dive more into that as well. Is we enter into relationships with a with I used to do I used this is the perfect example. I'd enter into a relationship and I'd hold back because I wanted to see that the person would meet me halfway and what would I attract back? The halfwayness, the half that I'm putting in, I I get the half back, and that doesn't make a whole. It makes two people who are experience half of love, and we have to stop that conditioning. Live as your truth. If you love someone. Tell them you love them. If the reaction you get back is not what you want to hear, that's okay. You you lived your truth and you're stepping out into the evolution of love. This is the expression of love. It's time for us to step out from within and turn ourselves inside out. That's exactly what we should do. And I think that's a beautiful statement. If you could live as yourself on the inside, outside, you would be free, you would be open. You would manifest everything you want. You would attract anything you want. You would find the best love. You'd be best friends with yourself because these are things that in deeply inside we all want. And you can you can say that about anything. You just have to let go and put the trust in yourself. We are living too much for what conditioning has taught us. Our whole history, and it's not just the, the, the history of our parents and what we've been taught and friends and teachers and schools, The history has gone on for for, for as as long as we can remember. It's the same cycles over and over again. We're taught how to be men, how to be women. How about we just start conditioning ourselves just to be? Again, sounds super simple because it is. We just have to uncondition the conditioning. And and, and it should be something that we should be enthused about, excited about, something to evolve from. To evolve from ourselves, to understand who we are and who we want to be in relation to where we are now. Because you are the master and commander of your ship. You are the life attractor. You are the magnet for everything in your life. And again, back to the accountability thing. You can't be mad at anything good or bad in your life because you are the controller of it. And a great quote from Conversations with God is, when love is present, so is communication. And when communication is difficult, it's a sign that love is not present. It's that age old conundrum that you don't understand how I feel. You're arguing with your partner. How many times, I've I've had that so many times, which has been said so many times to me over my life, until I started to listen and express my own feelings. Because when you put out truth in expression, in emotion, in feelings, what do you get back? You get back truth. It might not be the truth that you want to hear, but it's the truth nonetheless. And it might only be your truth, which is all it really can be. And again it's such a beautiful beautiful statement when love is present so is communication and when communication is difficult it is a sign that love is not present super simple stuff super but we we it's a sign of a primitive society when we add complexity to something so simple just to be and kind of you know touching back on my my previous episode of highly evolved beings which kind of feeds into this this narrative this notion And I realize how far I am from a highly evolved being. I get messages all the time. Wow, you know, I wish I could think like you. I wish I could do that, do this, this. I am not even probably 1% of what a highly evolved being is in terms of the way they structure their lives, the way they think about things, the way everyone is one, the way if someone is hungry, they are fed. If someone needs something, they have it. That's how highly evolved beings live. And we do not live like that. Not saying it's a scary thing. It's actually an inspirational thing, For us to get like that collectively consciously we all have the power to make changes change yourself you change the world it's that simple and this is you know another comparison between the kind of highly evolved beings and the kind of human society i'm not saying there isn't highly evolved beings amongst this human society but for me it seems like otherworldly type of notions and and i guess intelligence and wisdom Intelligence is something we can all learn, we can all adapt, we can all read books and and grow our knowledge. But when it's applied, that becomes wisdom. So I'm gonna read another quote as well, which I love. Highly evolved beings see the circle, humans do not. Highly evolved beings respond to what is, humans ignore it. Highly evolved beings tell the truth always. Humans too often lie to themselves as well as each other. Highly evolved beings say one thing, ...and do what they say... ...humans say one thing and do another... ...no one can argue with that statement... ...because it's true... ...it's truth... ...you cannot argue with truth... ...it is absolutely true... evolved beings see the circle... ...humans do not... ...we are all one... ...everything is a circle... Everything is connected. We're all interconnected. We're all individually manifesting for ourselves. But collectively, consciously, we're manifesting for the whole entire universe. And that goes for whether highly evolved beings on other planets or other universes or anything else. We are all a circle. We're all one. You know, highly evolved beings tell the truth. Always. Humans, too, often lie to themselves as well as others. See, when we lie to ourselves, we don't see that as a lie. but But it is. It's the same thing. It's probably worse of a lie when you lie to yourself. You know, highly evolved beings say one thing and do what they say. Humans say one thing and do another. That's true. I, you know, I do it myself. I'm going to do this today and I don't end up doing it. I do something else. And then it's only when I really get down and focus and, and re-engage and re-inspire myself to be and do better, to to be comfortable with who I am, to question my insecurities, to shine light on my insecurities, to shine light on my emotions, on my feelings, on my feelings. On who I am. Shine light on who I want to be. Who I'm trying to be. We should be questioning ourselves every day with these notions. Why am I doing what I'm doing? I'm doing it because I love doing it. I love this next one too. Highly evolved beings who understand that they are not physical beings, but beings being physical. Powerful. Lou, previous to this, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Who understand that they are, they are not physical beings, but beings being physical. So you have to understand about manifestations and, and the nature of things and everything else. I call it magic because it's practical. We understand what magic is. Most people don't believe it exists, which we're talking about practical magic and physical magic. But I'm talking about spiritual magic. The fact that we can manifest anything we want in our lives, the good, the bad, the ugly, or whatever you perceive to be any of those things. The fact that we can attract other people like us and the, who who are familiar with ourselves. The fact that when, you know, I think about something and my daughter would say, or my wife would say, or vice versa or friends, or I haven't spoken to in ages. And then they message you all these type of things. That is the magic I'm talking about. And that's what I mean by not physical beings, but beings being physical. So we live this physicality, this life to feel this emotion, to touch sight smell sound all those things are senses in physicality but we are in essence spiritual so within in us above us or wherever you're up down left or right we are this spiritualness of magic living a physical existence so when you pass from physicality which i've spoken about before i've had you know near-death experience people on and uh, a, a doctor and a scientist who studies previous lives in children And it just further vindicates exactly where the spiritualness or the soul or whatever you want to call it, where it is or where it comes from and how we are here to create anew, to express newness, to to, to a clean slate of emotion, a clean slate of experiences, beautiful, beautiful things. And I love this next statement too, because it is the mark of a primitive culture to imagine that simplicity is barbarian and complexity is highly advanced. Now you think about how complex our lives are. It's not advanced at all. Yeah, we have technology. We have all these social media things and all these, all these distractions. But how does it make us feel? I know how social media sometimes makes me feel. Not acceptable. It doesn't make me feel like I'm, I'm accepted within myself. Or, uh, you know, it makes me compare. It makes me envious. But the suppressed envy is jealousy. And now if you if you go back to the kind of simplistic life of, say, you know, a Buddhist or someone else, someone who meditates, someone who lives out in the middle of nowhere and is completely happy with their own company and everything else, or, you know, they have a, a farm, they live off the land, all these type of things. That's, to me, the simplicity aspect of it is, in, is an advanced culture, it's an advanced mental state. When you kind of reach that level of simplicity, you know, that it's that thing of, I don't need anything there's enough for everybody. That is the mental state of a highly evolved being. And remember, as I said before, you know, in my previous episode, we have two emotions, love and fear. And, in, and within those emotions, we have grief, anger and envy. All very healthy emotions, if allowed to express themselves. But also very dangerous if they aren't allowed to express themselves. Grief is very natural. When we miss someone who has moved on from physical form... And this falls in both the love and fear spectrum. And again, fear isn't bad, just as love is, isn't always amazing. It's the fear that we may never see them again. But it's also the love aspect because we miss them. This is someone who we care deeply about, who we love. So I would say my advice to anyone, and I, you know, I've grieved. You never not grieve about something. Please express your grief. Don't suppress it. I hate too, I too, 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 too many times. I have to be strong for that person. Which is okay. I mean, it, it's your own prerogative. But let it out. It's love. It's okay. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to cry. It's okay as a man. I cry and watch movies. I cry at the thought of... We have these thoughts of losing, you know, a parent or a loved one or all these type of things. And it, it makes me sad. But that's okay. Because I allow the emotion to run through me. They're constantly moving through us. That's why we experience so many at so many times... Because there's so much going on in our physical realities. But we have to understand that we are driving those physical realities internally through our emotions. Anger suppressed becomes rage. That's why we see unimaginable acts from people who, who have suppressed anger. And you, and, you know, you see them in well, a trial or just, a, you know, just a perfect example of, yeah, you know, I, I lost my mind. I went in a, a bout of rage and I couldn't control myself because it suppressed anger. But anger allowed to express is just anger, a a very healthy emotion. And acceptance of that anger and expressing that anger then becomes love. Because you're letting it out, you're letting it go. And then guess what happens? It flows away. How can you stay angry when you express it and communicate it? I'm angry, I'm this, I'm that. It's very difficult to hold on to the anger once you've expressed it. It goes away. Envy is another natural emotion. I see what that person is doing career-wise. And I'm now inspired because I want that. I want to elevate myself to achieve that. Envy suppressed becomes jealousy. I want to take it from you. That's jealousy. That's the power aspect of it. And then that's what comes from jealousy. It's the the power element of it. Very unnatural emotions. Superiorly unnatural emotions. That's what leads to wars and fucking everything else that you're seeing going on. And even in your own relationships, the envy becomes jealousy. And, you know, your partner's going out, you know, for a night out and you're at home and you're sitting there wondering, do they love me? How much do they love me? What if they meet someone else better than me? What if and, you know, all these questions go on within a relationship and the list goes on and you create this kind of this suppression of something that A, is prob- is, isn't is even happening. And B, when you when when, you know, your partner gets back home is, is creating this unnecessary emotional rift, one that maybe you don't communicate it and the person doesn't see it but they can feel your emotions and that's where the rift comes in. We have to get rid of that and just live. Don't create these stories, live for what is. But it takes time and conditioning, something you've been doing the opposite of your whole entire life. So it's not something you do overnight. It takes time. Sex is a perfect example of love expressed. So why put such a negative spin on sex? Those that do come from the fear aspect, Too many men have been degrading women for far too long, which is their own insecurities about how they feel about themselves, which they express onto someone else. It's up to all of us to express our love. Really dive into that emotion. Emotion is just feelings moving.